Well, Laurie, I'm on I'm on your dad's side. Uh, you don't know what it's like to have a rough life, and your dad clearly does. <laughs> yeah, but also like, why does he care? Like, I just I don't know. I just feel like my dad. <laughs> why does he get is, so mad? Yeah, why did he get? So, he was just like, "You're oh, you're just so entitled," and I'm just like, all I'm saying. First off, he doesn't even. He, this all started because he didn't know what Venmo was, and he thought it was a stupid idea that people would send each other money. He's just like, "What about checks? Just write a check." So we started off with that. So well, that's the same issue. That's the yeah. same thing. It's just like slowed down. Does so, he have no. no, I don't think he does. He may. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? The other day he was like, I don't do, he, after the Venmo argument, he goes, I, I, I have signed up for that Zill, which I don't even know. I didn't even know that that existed. Zill? Yeah. Yeah. It's like another. That's the banking one. Yeah. That works like, oh, well. Great. So anyway, that's, <laughs> that's from Lori, Lori Corner. We're, we're already on fire tonight. We're really killing it. I was going to try to do like a speaking of banks thing, but it doesn't really fit. Yeah. So try it anyways. Speaking of banks today. <laughs> oh, are we starting? Is this how we start the episode? <laughs> I mean, do you have any more to say about, I mean, what do you think of cash app? Uh, I've never used it. Me neither. Never used it. It's my app. Um, it's your app. <laughs> that's your, that's how you make money yeah it's not c-a-s-h it's k-a-s-h where it's just an app where you can only send cash money no yeah i using it <laughs> oh honey i'm I'll sorry use it. thanks honey um, <laughs> it's just going to the same place yeah i put a bunch of money in but i get it right back yeah <laughs> hello i'm marjorie taylor green and I would like to say that Venmo is definitely a thing. That 9-11 definitely happened, although probably not. And also, I would just like to apologize for anybody I've offended with my free speech. So, there you go. But I also don't understand why people have to wait, why people pick the percentages over waiting one to three business days. That's just financially irresponsible. You don't know. You don't know people's problems. You don't know what's going on. <laughs> Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, this is my time. <laughs> All right. We'll keep that accent going. Okay. Because today, because because it's going to be useful in a little bit. I call this case the talented Mrs. Ripley. Sorry, <laughs> Matthew. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> our story starts in the cigarette smoke filled hospital rooms in 1940s the Bronx New York <laughs> there Elaine Parent was born on August 4th 1942 to an American father and a French Canadian mother they and in turn Elaine resided in the Bronx for what we will assume was the majority of her young life Wait, that's Brooklyn. <laughs> What's the Bronx? <laughs> go fuck yourself. There you go. From there, we jump to Elaine, circa 1972, when she moved to South Florida around the age of 30. Then, fast forward to 1985, when Elaine was arrested for shoplifting and presumably took off downhill from there. Because then, we don't hear from her again until 1990, when a bank teller by the name of Beverly McGowan placed an ad in the newspaper, and the world found out about Elaine. McGowan placed an ad in the Florida Sun Sentinel newspaper, seeking a potential roommate for her condo in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. It read, Shared to... Two-bed, two-bath condo, female, 34, plus two cats, $290 plus half utilities. Good God. 290 bucks. Jeez. 
I would I would throw in those throw in five cats. I would still live there for two hundred and ninety dollars. It's your your slow death. Yeah, I would I would be fine. I'd be gasping for air. I'd be like, worth it. <laughs> I you know I've stayed in Fort Lauderdale for extended periods of time. It sucks though. Like yeah. it sucks. Oh, that's true. I forgot that it's Florida. Oh. It's still Florida. You think cats okay. are lamer in Florida? They're like more wily because they have like it's not as cold and shit. They don't, you don't have to huddle up. Wow. <laughs> Florida cat. And you know if the, if a single woman's willing to admit to two cats that there's probably six cats total. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, two cats, not including the four bath cats that she has when she's yeah. in the tub. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> reading her, reading her, reading her books. Two and... cats that I'm currently looking at. Yeah, 12 when... yard cats. Yeah, I was going to say the 12 outside cats who are only outside, but also they can come in the kitchen. And the kitchen's fine. It's like part of outside. You're bringing out tuna. Bixby, Randolph. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, somebody, we got somebody else's mail today. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to be a nice person and I'm going to deliver it because it was something from a college. I was like, ooh, maybe this person needs it. And so <laughs> I can so already I, tell you it didn't work out. No. So I put on my mask. I walk over to uh, this woman's house. First, I was a bitch to find because I don't know my neighbors. So I don't know their houses. So I had to like, wa- I was walking around the cul-de-sac trying to figure out where the hell this house was. Then I get get to the house. A wave of cat smell hits me. Ugh. Just like like a fog. No, like my, the like the ugh. cats or the or ammonia from pee. It's, it was like uh, ammonia and kitty litter hit me all ugh. like and and also it's one of those things where because I'm wearing a mask I was already breathing, so I inhaled so ugh. much cat pee and kitty litter odor, and oh so my god! Immediately I start thinking, am I gonna die? Is this how I die? Like. <laughs> I don't- I go into anaphylactic <laughs> shock or something and die just because she died from her cat allergy delivering mail. Um, uh, so then I, oh, I knock on the door and this woman answers and she comes right up to me, which again, very, very disturbing. No mask. And she goes, what? She's got to be in her like her 80s. <laughs> <laughs> and I was what? like, oh, you have a piece of mail. She goes, who's it for? And I said, uh, you know, is this woman something, something Venezuela. And I was like, and she goes, oh, she doesn't live here anymore. And then takes the mail and goes back inside. And I was like, well, I'm never doing anything nice for anybody ever again. That's that lady's going to be on the show soon. <laughs> yeah. She's going to be like the, the cat killer. Meanwhile, yeah. <laughs> she Meanwhile, that trained. poor woman has been chained up in the basement. Yeah, she's being eaten by cats. She's like, did I make it into college? <laughs> Aww. You'll never know. <laughs> so sometime between July 10th and 14th, a woman by the first name of Alice answered Beverly's ad. Alice was a professional woman from England who was soon being transferred to the States by her job at IBM. Ah, computers. Mm. Yes, computers and th- and sophistication. Alice is good at computers. Class. English computers, not any computer. English computers. Uh, <laughs> yes, I do the internets. Thank you for asking. <laughs> London. In their conversations leading up to the move-in, Alice from London, a.k.a. Elaine from the Bronx, also told McGowan that she was an expert numerologist. Oh, okay. yes. What's a numerologist? It's somebody who can tell you like your di- like divine futures and things based on special numbers who that hold like special meaning in your life. It's bullshit. Yeah. Um, she convinced McGowan to give her her driver's license number, bank account number, and social security number in order to predict her future. <laughs> McGowan agreed. No, it's great. No, 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 no. Oh, this poor woman. Was this the first scam ever? Like, (laughs) what? (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, and it's funny because it's it's not funny, but it's just it's it's strange to me that she would fall for it. Cause she's a bank teller, you know. Like, yeah, once somebody asks for your bank account number, she should know how precious and important that is. I'm sure Nigerian princes are like hearing about this and they're like, "Man, that is an old one." <laughs> Can't believe she, <laughs> she's Jamaican now. Cannot believe she fell for that. Yeah. <laughs> that is a classic. You know, I wasn't even going to scam her today. I was just asking her questions. That's my that's my Jamaican, by the way. Um, He's African. He's Nigerian. Yeah. <laughs> so this this was a freebie. You would be his white queen. Yes. His, <laughs> his white Jamaican or white white. She is the white the white African lion. <laughs> the lioness. She's yes. very ninety day fiance. <laughs> she is hard to track. <laughs> <laughs> McGowan was really excited about her new roommate. Uh, she, <laughs> she considered her very sophisticated. And she even told her friends and family about her before she moved Aww. in. She told her she must have been like, I finally found the perfect roommate. <laughs> She's like, British. Off. <laughs> On July 18th, some of those same friends and family received letters from Beverly that told them that she had decided to quit her job, sell her condo, and plan to travel. Oh. <laughs> then, and I love this because it was in one of the articles, on the sultry evening of July 19th, 1990. <laughs> a woman's remains were found by a fisherman off the St. Lucie County Canal Bank. This it is always... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. This is always the point of the show where I forgot, I've forgotten up until now that a murder is going to be involved. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm always just like, we're having fun. Oh, she dies. Okay. Yeah. I remember what this fight is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to be a downer. <laughs> One of the articles called it a sultry evening. A sultry evening. It was a sultry evening. A sultry oh. evening. I could feel the tension in the air. Florida. <laughs> Florida. <laughs> <laughs> evening among the Gainesville swamps. A house. Sticky <laughs> evening. Sticky. Oh, God. Sultry. Uh, okay. <laughs> Carl. All right, Carl. Look, you're a crime reporter, okay? But you, <laughs> I've been meaning to talk to you. Your your crime reports are coming off a little porny, okay? I'm just going to say, like. It's uh, more poetic than anything is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pardon me just... while I finish up this rack of ribs. <laughs> you are just smoking, man. Uh -huh. You are just—I can't say no to you. Mm. You know, it's gonna get bite me later on. But as the editor of the Florida Monthly, yeah, mighty sultry of you. <laughs> <laughs> it took some time to identify the body at first because. The corpse's head and hands had been crudely cut off. And so had an area of her stomach. What? Why? The body was also identified was the body was identified by a small flower tattoo the killer had missed on her ankle. It was Beverly McGowan, who also had a tattoo of the Disney rabbit thumper on her stomach. Thus why the killer cut it off. Oh. Gosh. That's, yes. Weird place for a thumper tattoo. It's probably on her hip. You know, like oh, the yeah. little hip tattoo, like on the hip bone. Mm -hmm. If you're a good boy, I'll show you my rabbit. <laughs> I'm sure she's she's, on she's from Florida. Oh, she's that's from, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so hers Fuck is more. If you're a good boy, I'll see you a rabbit. That's right. see my fucking hair. <laughs> hey. Okay. Beverly She's McGowan, the victim. <laughs> Beverly McGowan oh, right. was, was, just a, was just a was just was just a homely bank teller. Aw, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Loves her two a, cats. Also, the point of the show where we, unbeknownst to ourselves, make fun of the victim. Yeah. Um, happens all the time. <laughs> I I would hate to imagine what. 
What tattoo do you think would be the one that somebody would chop off because they they would say it's distinctive? That's all what of I my, would. I mean, all tattoos are distinctive. That's how you identify. Like that's why they always ask that first. What happens if you get a tattoo that says this is not distinctive? Huh? There you go. Yeah, that fixes all your problems. Solved it. I think if you get like a tramp stamp, no, no. I think if you had a tramp, like a tribal tramp stamp back in the day, mm-hmm. it was it would have been harder to identify your body. Yeah. But yeah. now, now I don't know. I I don't know what are people getting the stupid, the sparrows. Those are done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I almost got those, but then I was like, I don't ever like. It, I'm not a sparrow person. You know, like, I just was like, I don't think people, I would see that on my arm or wherever. And I'd be like, why? So I don't know why I decided to say that, but that was, that was but the you, thing I decided to say. But you almost got them. Was this like a, a day, like a 30 second thought where you were like, I should get those. I really like them. And then in the next minute you're like, no, why would I get that? <laughs> no, Star was going in uh, and, and going getting a cover up and she was, we were going to different tattoo artists and there was this guy and I, I love American traditional. And so there was this guy and he was like, Oh yeah, I do mostly American traditional. So it wasn't something that star wanted, but I was looking at his portfolio and I was like, Ooh, really cool. It's like, yeah, I'm really feeling sparrows right now. I'd really love to do some sparrows. And I was like, Oh yeah, I would, I would maybe go for that. He was telling you what he felt like drawing. Oh, that's like the whole thing now with tattoo artists is they that's love cool. to love to be like, I'm really into this now. So, mm. but I, I mean, he would have tattooed like a anything. bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really into this. Oh, cool. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm really well, into Native American symbols. They have this one book about it. Uh, no, boy. Oh, no. Okay. So <laughs> just give me the Rolling Stone lips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those will always be cool. Yeah, yeah. I just want Chung Chung written across my chest. Um, no, so I almost thought about it. I thought about getting like sparrows with like something on my chest, but I was just like, I'm not. I, I you know, I don't know. Sometimes it would I look really weird it. on you. It would not. It would look really weird on you. It. Would, I just yeah. If you got those, I'd be like, oh. And then we'd never talk about them. <laughs> that's, what, that's what Star said. Star was like, if you want to get it, go ahead. And I was like, oh, okay. She goes, I'm not going to be here when you get it. And I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah, if you had those, you could always do cosplay as like a barista from like the yachts. Oh, for sure. You could also I, be like any guy from a hardcore band or any girl. From a hardcore band. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> or a screamo band. Yep. Screamo yeah. band, you have to change them to like bats or like ravens or something. I guess if you went hardcore, you also need like a giant neck tattoo of an eagle or some other bird, maybe an owl. Yeah. <laughs> That's staring right at you. Yeah. <laughs> or like where my neck is the opening of the owl's mouth or the bird's mouth. And so when I open my neck, it opens. There you go. Yeah. You know, I changed my mind. I think you should get all three of these. (laughs) Two giant sparrows just pointing down at your nips. Yeah. They're getting ready to, like, chomp them off. And a huge owl (laughs) on your neck. And knuckle tattoos that read Chipotle. Oh. Oh, It fits. I almost got. (laughs) Just do the count. I almost got law, LA, law, and order. But then I, it was going to look weird because my thumb would be t- tattooed on one end and it wouldn't be tattooed on the other end. I think that would still look pretty good. So I, uh, when I was younger, I almost got, I got, I was, I, a friend of mine used to be a tattoo artist and I would go hang out at his tattoo shop and every day was just him telling me what kind, what, me telling him what tattoos I wanted and him telling me, no, I will never do that for you. <laughs> so that was, that was you could, you could have gotten in the ampersand on one thumb. Yeah, that's true. I could have done a space. It would have been law, space, thumb, and then order. Well, it would be L-A-W, ampersand, yeah. Oh, order. so not the pinky. So just starting what? at the ring finger. Yeah. Because I was going to start here, law, 
and <laughs> start at the pinky. I love how we're all just like looking at our fingers right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. Hey. You should oh, hold on. I'll cut all that out. No, leave it in. No, no, it's so dumb. People are gonna be like, "What are you guys talking?" About? Yeah. <laughs> all I know is Chipotle works. Uh, they're gonna. Yeah. Wait a second. Somebody was murdered, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so that same night, <laughs> all of McGowan's bank account was withdrawn except for five dollars. Which oh, is kind wow. of just insulting. It's like, okay, we'll just take the five. Like. Whatever. Maybe, maybe it was well, the uh, an odd number she couldn't get out that last. Five. It was seven ninety five out of eight hundred. Well, so that doesn't make fuck? sense. Yeah. I will say this: that my bank, and I don't know if how your bank does it. My bank holds on to five dollars, so you maybe can't that take, was it. Yeah. So I mean, who knows? But my yeah, I could take. I mean, Wells Fargo, they hold on to five hundred dollars. So fuck Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo yeah. is fucking worse. They're the worst. I mean, they're stupid buggy and horse. Update. <laughs> Get over it. No one cares. Seriously, That's what really grinds my gears. Wells Fargo uh. remembers a simpler time. <laughs> time when you man should... owned man. Yeah, right? That's what it's about. <laughs> you should get a tattoo Come of, to the uh... human depot. Yes. My greatest tool. <laughs> it's been over there. We used to sell people and now we sell money. So now we just sell children. Yes. They're not the same as people. We still sell people. Keep it down. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anybody. But do. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Elaine left $5 in Beverly's account. And later, police found out and a, quote, attractive blonde woman used McGowan's credit cards at the Aventura Mall. <laughs> that was totally somebody... A police officer who was like, I don't know if this is a suspect, but I know that I might want to date this person. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Hey, chief, the guy who's the girl who stole that money is a real looker. <laughs> Thank you, Roberts. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes. Get out. Like, get out more. That credit card was used again to buy a ticket from Florida to London for July 23rd. Oh. Under the identity Sylvia Ann Hodgkinson, Elaine flew from Florida to London after the murder. When she landed, she tried for a rental car, but their credit cards had already been canceled, so she paid in cash. At the same time, police in Florida were, not, were on her trail, and then that led to London. After the flagged credit cards were signaled, Scotland Yard got or Scotland Yard took on the case. What, what? <laughs> it seems, though, that Elaine didn't have much trouble evading the cops. In London, she met up with an ex-girlfriend of hers. The woman, identified in court records only as Witness X, had previously broken up with Elaine because of her erratic and sometimes violent behavior. Still, mm-hmm. Elaine convinced the woman to let her stay for months, until finally things went sour again in October. Elaine fled, and this time she took the woman's dogs hostage all the way with her to Los Angeles, California. (laughs) Jesus! From there, she also sent her a letter threatening death. To the dogs? To to witness X. Oh. <laughs> and probably yeah. the dogs, too. I'll kill these fucking dogs. Kill these fucking poodles. No, 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 don't, don't, don't. <laughs> that, I mean, to be honest with you, that is just pure laziness. It's like you were already in London and you're going to fly back to LA and then threaten her? It's like, come on. Yeah, you, know? you don't mean it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe she does. I don't know. If I was Witness X, I would have been like, come back to me when it's a real threat. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she hung out in L.A. for just a bit under the alias Charlotte Cohen. Um, Do we know what happened to the dogs? No, we don't know what happened to the dogs. Oh, this is yeah. this is the most heartbreaking part of the whole story. I mean, also the woman dying, but <laughs> maybe they maybe she gave them to somebody else in L.A. Maybe the dogs were fine. I'm imagining two little wiener dogs. 
I see oh, I see that's... two like a cocker spaniel and a and a little Yorkshire terrier. Mm. Yeah, I could see that. Well, they're dead now because it's been oh. a long time. So, um, wow, way to way to bring down the murder podcast, Maria. <laughs> <laughs> Remember us. The name Charlotte Cohen was discovered by authorities later on via their investigation, and it led to a rental car agency. Uh, and then, in May 1991, ba- back in South Florida, in North Miami. Elaine was stopped by police for driving an overdue rental car with a stolen license plate. On her, they found IDs for Sylvia Hodgkinson and Charlotte Cohen. Even still, with three different identifications on her, the police let her go without running her name through the system. I'll let you go because you're attractive, I guess. That's probably what it was. Yep. (laughs) Cops. Elaine sped off and the trail went cold. In November 1981, the story was featured in an Unsolved Mysteries episode. But still, nothing really came of it. Investigators Nora Pfeiffer of the Florida State Attorney's Office and Rena Crowninshield, the lead investigator in the UK, worked for years to unpack Elaine's sordid history piecing together everything I just told you, along with at least 20 known aliases to try and find her. In 1996, so six years after the murder, they discovered that the real Charlotte Cohen was still alive. Cohen said that she had met Elaine Parent around 1986 in a bar in Orlando called Faces. That's the most boring name for a bar. <laughs> it's Orlando. What do you want to call it? Uh, what do you we? What do you see when you walk in a faces? You see faces when you walk in a bar. <laughs> That's can it. we can faces. we call it alcohol place? <laughs> you know they're you know they're selling t-shirts too. Oh, <laughs> right behind yeah. the bar, lame ones like white t-shirts with like ocean blue print. Well, it's yeah. the 80s, so I figure they have like just like those like remember the nail salon um painting of the lady that's everywhere. Oh, yeah. I feel like oh, it's just yeah. a bunch of those. Yeah, that's for sure. She described yeah. she described Elaine as charming, beautiful, and sophisticated. Elaine had pulled the same numerology expert story and convinced Cohen to give her her birthday, time of birth, and driver's license number. What? Looking for the hits. Yep. <laughs> what? Uh, what is one. wrong <laughs> with these people? Oh she, my she's goodness. She's got the gift of gab. She wrote it down on a napkin, and Elaine told her that she would have a rosy future. She oh. also, I guess then after that, they were just like hanging out for the night at the bar because she told her that she was, she was you know, all fucked up from a previous relationship that she had and that a woman had broken her heart. But despite that, they, I think they, they hooked up because then Elaine met with Charlotte again, just a few days later. And this time met up with her and her mom for lunch. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Well, that's lesbianism for you. (laughs) <laughs> we met at a bar and now you're meeting my mother yeah so and she loves you she loves you she did she did charlotte's mom loved elaine she thought she was super sophisticated and very classy and her mom's no fool those were charlotte's words her mom's she's, no fool she's a real sophisticate sophisticate <laughs> then after lunch cohen didn't hear from elaine for a few days And then she called. Elaine told her that now her mother had died and that her and her brother were up for an inheritance, but that her brother had committed her to a mental hospital in order to steal her half. So sorry if that was a little confusing. That's all from, that's Elaine saying Elaine's own mother died. She's calling 
She's calling Charlotte and being like, Charlotte, my mother died. I guess she's British. Whatever they sound like. Charlotte. Mumsy. <laughs> she's gone. They wouldn't cry because it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, chip, chip. It's horrible. My mother's passed on. <laughs> horrible, horrible day. And my dreadful brother. I don't know why oh, I went brother, I went Southern. Don't even get me started on my dreadful brother. So she said that her brother now has had her committed to a mental institution in order to steal her half of the inheritance. Oh, you're off. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Then a month passed. And at 3 a.m. one night, Elaine was at Charlotte's door. She said that she had escaped from the hospital, but needed charlotte's birth certificate (laughs) in order to make a new identity to escape her brother she begged and cried and charlotte gave it to her oh my god charlotte again elaine ran off into the night (laughs) (laughs) i just I just love the visual of her getting the birth certificate and then literally running off into the night. Exactly. I'm pretty sure that's what happened exactly. because she didn't have a car or anything. She just showed up like crying at her door. <laughs> running off into the Florida swamps. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Running off into the canals. Like fucking Oh eight. my God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, boy. Hey, boy. Uh, I would like to, I, I, as we were, you were telling me the story and I was thinking about how these women were total idiots. (laughs) I then realized that I too have been scammed by a woman that I thought was sophisticated and interesting. Are you talking about your New Orleans trip? Yes. (laughs) You got scammed by a New Orleans No, no, no. We, <laughs> that is not what happened. Lori was scammed for months by this lady that Lori was convinced she was in love with. Mm-hmm. And the lady was just a real bitch. Aww. And then Lori took her to New Orleans instead of me. Yes. In, I was supposed to go with Lori. Lori had said, hey, I'm going to go to New Orleans for my birthday and I want somebody to come with me. Like, do you, are you free? Do you want to come? And I said, yeah, of course. I was super excited. And then this lady came along and beguiled Lori for months, and everybody around Lori was like, "She's not. Everybody. She's not a good person. Oh, she's yeah. not a good person. Please don't." And Lori was like, "No, I'm gonna keep giving her chance after chance, and <laughs> let her keep breaking my heart over and over." <laughs> and then you took her to Nola, and paid for everything. The bitch didn't pay for anything. I think she even bought her new clothes. I think Lori bought her new clothes in Nola. And then, then she comes back and she's like, "Yeah, I don't really want to like see you, hang out with you." I really, no. really I really want to say so sorry. I'm so so sorry to you, babe, for not being able to go. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. It's tragic. Thank You've never you. Been. It's the I've big never easy. Been. I've never been. It would have been so much fun. You know, it was like it was years ago. Truly, you were the victim in this one, and I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Lori, how you doing? You good? Uh, you know, I just fine. She's fine. (laughs) I feel bad. I feel bad for hurting Maria. I think that's what I, I'm sorry, Maria. (laughs) I feel bad. Thank you. It's been long overdue. Okay. You have no idea how much I suffered. (laughs) The consequences of your actions. You should go though. It was really fun. I mean, Uh, I was, (laughs) I was dealing with a shit show of a person and I had a blast. That's so true. that just shows you how fun the Nola you, is. Were you like in restaurants and stuff and people down there were just like, by the way, you shouldn't be sitting with that girl. That girl. <laughs> she, <laughs> she bad for you. Trust me, this yeah. something we know that about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> people would stop us on the road and be like, do you need a reason to say that you need to go so I can... <laughs> and I'd be like, no, I'm fine. She's just, she's, she just wants to be friends. Even though she, we, I thought this was going to be a romantic birthday she just told me right when we landed that she wants to be friends. I'm fine with it. We're sleeping in the same bed. You know, I'm gonna come tell you that you wanna get to deal with the bone, the bone, the bone, the Excuse me, sir? Uh, yes. Could you? Leave I'm her. sorry. I gotta call my friend Maria to ask what 
<laughs> what you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I would have studied the Cajun accent we if were... I knew I was going to NOLA. <laughs> the, I will say this. Well I would have been more well-versed, yes. Can I add the, the shit on the icing cake of this whole story? Yeah. Is that the day that I told Maria that everything that had happened, we were doing a photo shoot where Mexican guy, it was all white women in Maria. Oh, this, it was a sketch is, yeah. team. And, uh, and we were doing a photo shoot. So I'm telling Maria all this stuff that happened. She's like, so nothing good came of that. So I could have gone to, to, Louis, to New Orleans with you. And I was like, yes, you could have gone. And, and so then this Mexican guy comes out and goes, can I take a picture with all, all of you ladies? And we're like, yeah, sure. And then he hands the camera to Maria and goes, can you oh. take the photo? I mean, it's a very exotic thing, I guess, to see. Like, It was like 12 white ladies. Where was this? It was like the birria place. It was the it was that little yellow taco stand over in Santa Monica Boulevard. Get the fuck out of here! And it's the a... guy worked at the, like the salon next door. Oh, what a piece oh. of shit! It was, <laughs> it was on the so freaking. I was like, oh my god, this is this is so bad. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, well, all right. So, so, like, you know, just like white women have been fucking me out of opportunities <laughs> my whole life. Although I wouldn't call that Mexican guy an opportunity. No, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> so thanks, white women. Yeah. Let's move on. In 1998. <laughs> so, okay, uh, where was it? Um, <laughs> so we've all we in some small way this whole show has been conned by lesbians so just FYI. okay so okay so weeks later charlotte received her birth certificate back in the mail with an apology letter from elaine for taking so long so i guess that's nice no, I don't know. It's 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 the '90s. Identity fraud isn't really a thing yet. Maybe she was just like, "Oh, she was telling the truth." She claims, she claims, and I think she's lying that she never heard from her again. But this is what Charlotte says about her. She's like, "To be quite honest, I have never forgotten about I. I have never forgotten this woman. There is something about her. She's definitely a good-looking woman." If she uh, finds the right person, she'll get whatever she wants. Man. Oof. I think Cohen helped her all along the way and no one caught on. Yeah. But that's just my theory. That's just you don't say that she's like, oh, I never forgot. I never forget her. She was beautiful. She was <laughs> the most beautiful woman she's ever seen. She sounds like some <laughs> she sounds like those dudes that are just like saps that get yeah. taken advantage of like Oh man, I mean, she took all my money, but whoo, oh, hubba hubba. Yeah, <laughs> nobody like her. What a fox. Yeah, she was hot to trot. Well, also, <laughs> I mean, to be fair though, like, of course you're never gonna forget. She's the woman who still has your birth certificate. No, it she be- mailed it back. Oh, she did. Oh, I thought you said she just mailed the letter back. No, so she I- mailed it back. Oh. She, you don't you don't need the original when you make a good copy, I guess, you know. So. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Wouldn't it be I mean, I maybe I'm putting too much into this, but it, wouldn't it be interesting if like why didn't she it seemed like Charlotte was willing to do anything, so why didn't she make her the victim? Is it maybe because she also was in love with Charlotte? Probably. I mean, like Elaine lives it fast and loose you know she loves hard yeah so maybe she she loved charlotte too much you know she loved her too much she had to get away from it she had to go and she had to go be buck daily for a couple of weeks or something (laughs) she like (laughs) it's just it's a hollywood love story you know like and then she comes in and out of charlotte's life for years at a time you know just like She'll like disappear for a decade and then show up at her door one day and be like, hey, pretty lady. <laughs> and then they'll make hot, passionate lesbian sex. And then she'll be like, 
I need ten thousand dollars. <laughs> and then she like gives her she gives her her savings, and she yeah. promises. And then Elaine promises she'll never leave again. And then she does the next day, but it, but Charlotte knows. She yeah. knows. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely saving this for a role playing situation between Star and I. <laughs> I almost got into a fight once at the drawing room because <laughs> I was waiting for somebody and I, I heard a couple who were on a date next to me. Mm-hmm. And the girl said, Well, my problem is I love hard. And I immediately was like, <laughs> <laughs> my drink up a little bit and the guy turned around so fast and he was like what's your fucking problem and i was like dude it's got nothing to do with either of you i'm fucking thinking of something else and he was like no fuck that and i was like all right whatever because <laughs> he knew how ridiculous it was yeah he knew he, he knew, knew it was ridiculous you can say that shit i love hard that's my problem get the fuck that's, yeah <laughs> She loves too hard. She can't. I can't be with her. She's too much. I'm not enough of a man for her. She loves him hard and puts him away. Wet. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh. All right. So fast forward to 1988, when Elaine mailed a photo of an oil painting of herself to the Florida Police Department. <laughs> <laughs> so not even the painting that's my favorite part where it's not even the painting it is the picture of the painting she's like no the painting's mine <laughs> like you don't get that the back of the photo read best wishes your chameleon oh my god uh, I gotta she be honest it. if she hadn't killed a woman and then also scammed a woman and then possibly killed two dogs I'd really like her but. Don't forget about the two cats, because she probably killed the two cats. Oh, I don't Beverly's two that. cats. That's fine. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Actually, she, yeah. she she's like a classic Batman villain at this point. Yeah, yeah, she's she the is. chameleon. Yeah, yeah. Robin, I know who we're chasing after. The <laughs> yeah, but you know what we're doing? We're we're making her into like a playful villain when she's in reality like a Christopher Nolan villain. Which is just sad and morose and not really that interesting. So that's she's like Bane. Yeah. Yeah. Over the years, Elaine had a ton of close calls with authorities, but always managed to slip away. She <laughs> this one's amazing. She if she even used one alias to sue the state of Florida <gasps> over a slip and fall. No. And she won. What? Florida will not disclose how much money they ended up paying her under that alias. <laughs> I'm the chameleon. <laughs> well, it's Florida, so it could very well be like she got all of the side of the left side of the swamp. So <laughs> that's what we agreed upon. But she is a looker. <laughs> and she is she is real pretty. We as Florida will never forget her. <laughs> She became known as the Chameleon Killer and as the world's most wanted woman. Her aliases included men's identities, and everyone who authorities interviewed about her said the same things. Beautiful, intelligent, charming, and bisexual, but also aggressive, prone to violent mood swings, and threatening. She sounds like Olivia Dabo's character, in Law and Order, the one who Gorn has like that big beef with. <laughs> yeah the the uh, the t- the one that pretends to be a professor. Yep. Oh yeah, that annoying one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she yeah. sounds like her. But yeah, because she even. She... Pre- oh sorry. I was gonna say she even pretends to be British, right? Yeah, she does. Yeah. What are you gonna say, Laurie? I don't think she's a bisexual though, because it seems like most of the people she's with are. Uh, women. Nope, These are the people. Sorry, she's with a lot of guys in the beginning. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Wait, are you talking about the Law and Order person? Absolutely. <laughs> and you're and you're talking about Elaine. I was talking about Elaine. Yeah. There we go. I think okay. it the 
the thing is, we we only have testimony from the women. But uh, okay. considering that she had over 20 aliases and some of them were men and even the testimony that we have from the women are the ones they're the ones saying that she's bi. Mm. So we just don't have testimony from men. You know? All right. Yeah. You know, sexuality so maybe, is fluid. So sexuality is fluid. So. Well, I mean, she's also like the definition of fluidity because she. She's uh, no one. She is your chameleon. <laughs> I have a theory about why there's not too many men complaining. They're too embarrassed? No, I think it's because a lot of men uh, in this situation would probably be cheating on their wives. Oh, yeah. So when this whole thing happens and they get scammed, they're like, oh, fuck, I can't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Where's all the money? I lost it. I told you I lost it, Deborah. <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> God damn it, Deborah! Harold, it was so much money. Deborah, I know how much it was. <laughs> it was so much. I don't think that's true. I'm going for a walk. <laughs> going for a walk. <laughs> Where? Out! <laughs> to the yard. The yard. <laughs> Ah, <clears throat> oh, Harold. Witness X, the one from London, said that she was. <laughs> what did you say? Sorry. X. Faces. She's. Okay, let's try it again. Witness X said that Elaine was bright, clever. Loved animals, but couldn't be around them due to an allergy and was passionate about environmental issues. If she loved animals and and also couldn't be around them, why did she take the dogs? Yeah. That's what a chameleon would do. I feel like she hates animals, but mm -hmm. she says that she can't ha be around them because of an allergy. She's lying. She yeah. hates animals because animals are like dogs and, and stuff would always be like, ugh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dogs, dogs were definitely the only things that could see what she was. So she probably was like, "Ah, stop barking at me!" <laughs> no, the cats too. The cats oh, would like yeah. her too much, and she was like, "Uh, no, Ugh, no, please get away!" I'm like you're one of us. <laughs> That's what every cat I've ever been around has always been like, I know you're allergic to me and I want you to die. So I'm going to rub myself against you as much as possible. Yeah. That's part of it. It is part of it. <laughs> <clears throat> Investigators also found that another alias, alias of Elaine's, the Sylvia Hodgkinson one, was in fact a real person who had lived in London and likely met Elaine around 1985. Unfortunately, authorities had never been able to contact her, and they feared that she had been another murder victim of Elaine's. Oof. Yes. In 2002, she was profiled on America's Most Wanted, and tips started coming in again. One tip led, to, led police to an apartment in the Florida Panhandle. When they apparently knocked on the door to arrest her, she asked if she could be allowed a moment to get dressed. They obliged. Because it's a pretty white lady. And Elaine shot herself <gasps> once in the heart and died. Leaving, hundred, leaving hundreds of unanswered questions about her life. Even her assumed real name, Elaine Parent, was and remains under question, as authorities have never been able to track down a birth certificate for her under that name. Wow. Really? You're a chameleon. <laughs> Do chameleons, like, kill themselves when they're cornered? Or they're just like... Yeah. Uh, 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 they uh, shoot themselves in the heart. Yeah, yeah they pull out their little <laughs> tiny chameleon guns. <laughs> it changes color. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's weird that it's a it's a detachable gun that they have that grows out of their body, but you know, I don't hey, I don't mess with science. So it's amphibians. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. That's the story wow. of the main parent. You're comedian. I said comedian that time. Yeah. Well <laughs> who knows? Maybe one of her one of her aliases was a eighties uh female comic. Yeah. Probably. That would be one of the New York ones, probably. Yeah. Probably. She has just like the same type five jokes. <laughs> and the comics are always complaining that it's always the same shit, but then after they don't see her for a few months, they're like, What ha where's Stacy go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where's Stacy been? <laughs> I really liked her joke about how men cook food differently than women do. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Um, if you're a patron, after this episode is up, I'm gonna put up a voting poll for our hundredth episode, which is oh, coming up. So wow. you guys get to help us choose who you would like us to cover. So yeah. Check that out. <laughs> yes. Please, please check that out. Uh, yeah. And thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for the shout-outs this week. We've gotten some shout-outs from people who said they've been liking the episode, so thank oh, you yeah, very thank much. Oh, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you to our new British fan, and we're, again, I'm sorry. <laughs> for, for everything. For, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's hope that you last this week, and we'll keep it going. Check All right. Check us out on the new Super Bowl commercial. I'm lying. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday. All right. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.